102 Springfield's Class of Rock. It's 535. And David Bowie with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Well, if you like rain, you're in luck for the rest of the week starting today. Well, we kind of need the rain, don't we? Don't we? Are we in like a red flag warning yet? Well, Well, golf courses, I guess. Yeah. Love having the rain to get ready for the season. You know, we got that that golf pass. I find we don't have enough mud. Well, like uh, this, there to be a muddy season here. Well, you know, we don't have mud slides and crap like that, right? So I guess you got to look at the bright side. You know what season it is? What? Magnet fishing season. That's oh, what it is. Did you do it? Oh, I've been doing it. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. There's uh, yeah, let's do that. I haven't caught anything. <laughs> the hell you haven't. That's the spoiler. You might not even need to listen to the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's 536 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Peter Gabriel with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be a wet one out there today. Uh, mostly cloudy and rain showers with a high of 50. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 52. It is 44 in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. A little more room in here for some reason. Courtney <laughs> uh, Kardashian and Travis Barker hit up a Vegas wedding chapel after the Grammys on Sunday and got married. But it the, turns out... What? I was going to say, this is the one. This yeah. is the one that's going to stick. Yeah, it turns out they're not legally married because they never got a marriage license. See, you know how any uh, weddings have could have could have been saved by just not getting the marriage license part, you know? It's cheaper, too. But I, look at like Britney Spears. If she had just not gotten the license and just did the ceremony, no, it know. would have been just a big joke. Or Nicolas Cage, for that matter. But I really believe that uh, this time, this is the one. Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, what could possibly go wrong? I believe that, too, by the way my own life this is the one this is the one yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I agree <laughs> been well, there done that well uh, you shouldn't have gotten a marriage license because that's how she get that's how they got out of this whole thing so they didn't really get married they just oh. but you know someday tricky yeah someday these two are just gonna find a way and I see a path that goes all the way to their golden years I don't know about wow that. August Alsina makes an appear- apparent reference to his affair with Jada Pinkett in his new song, Shake the World. He says, quote, well, of course, some stuff is bound to go down when you're t- uh, tangled up with the world's favorite. Or your best friend's mom, in, that, in this case. Yeah, that's a little weird. Isn't that weird? It's very weird. Wait, who's the world's favorite again? He is. Who, who is that again? August Alsina. This is the, uh, the dude that Jada Pinkett Smith... Had sex with, yeah, but, uh, but and it turns out that this uh, August fella is uh, their son Jaden's best friend. Yeah, yeah, but again, I ask, so uh, who is he if he's the world's favorite? I don't know who the guy is. Well, it's probably a generational thing on one part of that, but there's also uh, you know he's well, famous among the youngsters. Hey, I proved I knew yesterday who Lizzo is. I got no idea who this guy is. Well, all uh, you need to know is Jaden Smith's buddy. And okay. he had sex with Jaden Smith's mom. All right. Now try to put yourself in those kinds of shoes. I don't know. No offense to any of my friends and their moms. 
uh, one, none of them look like Jada Pickett Smith. And then two, I'm not sure I would have. I'm not sure I would have gone that far. Probably any, with any of them. Well, maybe one of them. It was an interesting uh, opinion. I don't really care for Piers Morgan all that much, but right. he wrote this uh, op-ed in uh, in the New York Post yesterday about spare me Hollywood's nauseating hypocrisy over Will Smith. These same people gave Roman Polanski an Oscar after he raped a child. He's got a really good point there. He really does because that Oscar was handed to him by Harrison Ford in his home overseas because if he was here to accept it, he would have been arrested. That's true. Yeah. So there is a little bit of hypocrisy going on in that uh, that realm. I guess. Uh, Johnny Depp's defamation lawsuit against his ex-wife Amber Heard begins Monday. It's uh, going to be televised on Court TV from Virginia and will possibly have celebrity guests taking the stand like James Franco and Elon Musk. Wow. The new co-owner of Twitter. Yeah, yes, that's right. He is, uh, Elon Musk is uh, ready to bring changes to Twitter after joining its board of directors and purchasing 9.2% stake. He teased that he's going to bring the highly coveted edit button to the platform. Ooh. I don't Exciting. know if that, that's going to help. That doesn't, that doesn't help me. It's still going to be wound up being a big, giant cesspool. But I wonder if it's like one of those things on Facebook. Like you can go back and see the edit history of a post or right. a comment. Right. I wonder if it's going to be like that or it's going to be completely wiped out. See, that was the best thing about Twitter is that when people effed up, it was funnier when people effed up about it. Yeah, because you can't yeah. go back and fix right. it. You can only delete it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. co-wrote a book about adopting a more environmentally friendly diet. He says uh, it requires, quote, no hand-wringing fad diets or radical shame, just a perspective shift to discovering the many solutions in plain sight. It's very, uh, like, a plant-based. Ugh. Yeah. Cool food, erasing your carbon footprint one bite at a time. Well, these people realize that uh, when you eat vegetables, you're actually... Killing the plants, yeah, the very plants that grow in dirt. Now you're now putting them in your mouth. I had uh, I had apple bees, and uh, I left quite the carbon footprint behind. I bet you did after that. <laughs> That's usually what what does it for me. Yeah, you really blew a hole in the ozone that day. Uh, someone posted a YouTube uh, a video on YouTube of every scene in the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy in which two female characters interact with each other. It's one scene that's two seconds long. <laughs> there are actually more in the trilogy, but only a few, and they're pretty inconsequential. Well, nice to see that things are uh, moving along here with them, with the well, Lord of were, the Rings. People. I mean, there were female characters in that trilogy. Right, but they're talking about the actual interaction between just two female characters. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I they weren't strong characters. I mean, you know, written by a guy in the 1930s. True. Uh, Justin Bieber is gifting a month of free online therapy for his fans through a site called BetterHelp. He's also offering 18 months for his touring crew. This news came out right after his ex-girlfriend Selena Gomez launched her own mental health platform. Is he providing... Therapeutical services or just paying for somebody else to do it for him? paying somebody else to do it for him. That's a great relief. I wouldn't want to take advice from him. Uh, And Garth Brooks, remember him? Yes, barely. He's opening up a bar and entertainment concept in Nashville. It's in the early stages and there's no name yet. He says, quote, The goal is a classic honky-tonk that welcomes all, encourages love and kindness while playing the greatest music in the world in the home of country music. Who is that? Garth Brooks. Wow. 
That's really good. <laughs> the Uncanny. Dead, ring, dead, dead ringer. For oh, Dark unbelievable. You're the man of a thousand voices. Didn't, uh, didn't Toby Keith already do this? Don't they have that bar up in Gillette Stadium? It's the I love this bar, Toby Keith style. Something yeah. like that. There was one in the mall in Syracuse, the Carousel Mall, and it closed after like a year. Yeah, this is just a money grab. Hey, let's sell my name even more by having a restaurant that nobody famous will be at. Until you get there. Listen, he's more likely to sell two-for-one apps than he is uh, an album of music at this point in his career. Yeah, I I, I just... Uh, it's <laughs> not a money crab. It's an act of desperation. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I, for you, it's no- 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102. Rain likely to continue for the next several hours today. Highs in the low 50s. And we're probably going to get rain for most of the rest of the week. It looks like Sunday will be the best day of the rest of the week. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey last night. Red Wings over the Bruins 5-3. Thunderbirds are on the road at Syracuse and Hershey this week, back at the Mass Mutual Center a week from tonight against the Syracuse Crunch. Basketball last night, Phoenix beat L.A. 121-110. to Significant because it knocks the Lakers out of playoff contention. Yes, LeBron will have to wait another year, and it ain't getting any easier at the age of 37. The Celtics are at Chicago against the Bulls tonight at 8 o'clock. You can catch that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In football, with New England's recent acquisition of wide receiver Devontae Parker from Miami, apparently the Pats are going to go defense in the upcoming draft. According to ESPN's draft expert Todd McShay, he has the Pats going defense, taking Georgia linebacker Nicobe Dean with the number 21 overall pick and then going with Florida cornerback Kyir Elam with the number 54 overall pick in round two. Baseball, the Worcester Red Sox over the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp yesterday, 6-5. to five. That was the opener for the Woo Sox. Spring training is over for the Red Sox. They open the season tomorrow in New York against the Yankees. And bettors who wagered on an event this past Friday in mixed martial arts found their accounts under review and flagged for suspicious activity because the fights actually took place a week earlier. Fubo TV had promoted the Friday broadcast with the words, the fighters are in the building tonight. But U.S. Integrity, a Las Vegas-based watchdog group, sent an alert to sportsbooks saying it confirmed the fights were pre-taped a week earlier. That kind of throws off the wagering just a bit. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Coming up next, Bax has the latest on Tiger at the Masters in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Is your old bathtub looking a little cattywampus? Are you frustrated with an outdated shower that's impossible to keep clean? <laughs> and now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I may, I would like to interrupt all this damn fun and bring it all down to a screeching halt. Because today we need to talk about the great game of golf. This week is the Masters in Augusta, Georgia, as many of you know. And as you can imagine, Tiger Woods didn't just practice uh, the other day just to have a great time with his friends. He didn't need to have a great time with his friends. Tiger Woods went to Augusta with the idea of playing in the Masters this week, which, of course, begins its opening round tomorrow morning. And what is the least surprising headline of the week? Tiger announced yesterday 
that he is not only planning on playing in the Masters, he believes that he can win it. Now, if you'll indulge me, I would like to explain all the many ways and why this is possibly the stupidest thing I've ever heard. First of all, Tiger hasn't played in a sanctioned PGA event in 508 days. He is also just 14 months out from having uh, his legs nearly amputated after crossing two lanes of traffic and hitting a tree with his car. This is a guy who's had four back surgeries, four knee surgeries, and hasn't walked a PGA course in well over a year. And oh yeah, he's 46 years old, which means that if by some miracle he does win, he'll become the oldest man to win a green jacket since the tournament began 88 years ago. And yet, somehow, Tiger's under the impression that he has a shot. Folks, Tiger Woods is 16 years older than Hideki Matsuyama, who won last year's Masters Championship. He's nine years older than Dustin Johnson, who won the year before that, or 15 years older than Patrick Reed, who won in 2018. And none of those guys, not one of them, nearly lost their legs in a car accident or were subjected to eight different surgeries to prolong their career. Listen, I'm not saying Tiger Woods doesn't have a chance to play well this week, but uh, going out there and expecting to win would be me like... Me showing up at a bar and expecting to win a wet t-shirt contest. Sure, I can enter, but my chances of taking home a trophy are pretty damn slim. But still better than Tiger's chances of winning another green jacket. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumb for painters. The big rule is never buy cheap paint. That's no bargain. Professional painters prefer Benjamin Moore paint. But you won't go finding that in a big box store because Benjamin Moore is only sold at independent retailers like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612. And Cheap Trick with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. The highs in the low 50s today. we got some rain now. It's probably going to last for most of the rest of the day. And then actually tomorrow and for the rest of the week, even through Saturday, we got a good chance of rain. Sunday looks good, though. That's good. Let's at least get one decent mm-hmm. day out of there. Hey, um, a little bit later on, we are going to have a long, lengthy, powerful discussion about magnet fishing. How about that? That sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. It's really not that powerful. What are you talking about? You're the, mag- the-, the magnet's not that powerful. Oh, oh. you meant the, the, the discussion itself yeah, I'm would about, be powerful. I'm talking about a man in his middle ages uh, suddenly coming up with a, with a brand new hobby. Not every man gets a chance to do that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, uh, I don't even know how I even got dates in the past due to my behavior <laughs> in public. <laughs> yesterday, it, I go, conf- it confounds a lot of people, Steve. <laughs> yesterday I go, uh, I go, I go, uh, I go shopping. My girlfriend has off on Tuesdays. So, uh, you know, I, and I get out of here, you know, fairly early. So, right. uh, we, we went shopping. We nice. Went, yeah. Went to the, uh, the Holyoke mall, went to the Hobby Lobby. Chicks dig that by the way. They do when yeah. you go when you go shopping with them, you know. Well, you know what? It's uh, she's got a good eye for stuff, and mm-hmm. she uh, tells me about things that would go good in my house, and uh, I picked up a few things. Listen yeah. to this makeout master trying to tell you what to <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> uh, but, by the way, when I use the word chicks, it's not. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Listen, you've already set. <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. already laid the table out. You might as well sit there and eat from it. Uh, but, but you know, so you know, we do the whole at the Hobby Lobby, which. Uh, Wow, that place is huge. Oh, yes. it's a, big, it's a yeah. big place. Love going through there. It's uh, And I actually, uh, you know, with their religious aspect that they have to that, you know what I picked up myself yesterday? Mm. 
a nice Easter egg hunt, uh, the, the Lord's Easter egg hunt. Wow, oh, nice! And it's uh, each each Easter egg has like a thorny crown in it, Ooh. a chalice, mm. uh, you know. But there's no Easter egg for some reason. Like there's no Jesus Easter egg. Hmm. Well, I think uh, you know, typically eggs come in a dozen, just like the apostles. Oh right! And didn't Jesus color eggs with the disciples uh, during the Last Supper? During the Last they Supper, they had the the bread and the wine, yeah. and then they colored eggs. Yeah, they had food coloring and vinegar, and yeah. uh, you know, they. they I mean, did Judas the whole didn't stick up. around for it, but yeah. uh, you know, the, the other guys. Pontius Pilate, not so much. Well, I don't think he was there for the Last Supper. He wasn't. Okay, no, I, I, it, I, it was like the day after. Yeah. I'm not I strong think. on all that stuff. I don't know. Ju- Judas went to his own party. That's what happened to him. Apparently didn't want to color. I the guess eggs. so. Staying in somebody else's eggs. Uh, but there's something there's something about me uh, that you know brings out the 12 year old boy in me mm-hmm. uh, when I see like letters on a shelf. Yes. Uh, oh, those are the big block letters that they have. That you yeah, know, yeah, yes. yeah. I uh, I felt the need uh, yesterday to spell out the word penis. You rearranged the, the letters. With the re- re- yeah, letters. Nice. Yeah. Well, one, I'm glad you were able to spell it correctly. Yeah. And two, uh, it's a Hobby Lobby. It's a yeah. What's wrong with Hobby Lobby? Well, you can't, I mean, if you spelled Jesus, they would like they they'd be appreciate that. But I'm, you spelled penis in a Hobby Lobby. Jesus had a penis. Yeah, it's anatomical. Yeah, right. Everybody has one. You're, you're, you're teaching. Just, you're teaching people a little bit, maybe. Yeah, they're just small little appendages. Yeah. <laughs> well, depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> well, and plus the, the whole religious thing that you're mentioning backs about Hobby Lobby. I, I don't think all of the employees feel that way. I no, mean, it's, it's, sim- about, it's not about the employees. Those employees will work anywhere right. where they're getting paid. That's exactly right. But the owners of Hobby Lobby know. have, you know, they don't work on Sundays. I know. There's certain. Uh, Certain po- populations that they uh, rather not deal with. Well, and, and right, uh, I know it's similar to Chick Fil A, but I still will go to Chick Fil A. And Steve yeah. went to Hobby Lobby because you know it's just because the owners of these companies espouse these thoughts. It doesn't mean everybody does. Steve, let me uh, let me uh, quiz you here, if I may. You're at a Hobby Lobby with your girlfriend. Yeah. Now you've been seeing uh, her for almost a year. Almost now. a yeah. year. It's a good relationship. Yeah. You like each other, right? She hasn't uh, tried to mapping out an escape route yet. Um, well, she hasn't, <laughs> hasn't have the key to the cuffs. Gotcha. That's the problem. Gotcha. <laughs> um, as you're in the Hobby Lobby, mm-hmm. taking these block letters and and uh, and writing out the word penis for every other customer yeah. to see, what's going through this? Poor woman's young mind as she's seeing you spell out penis. Well, she didn't see me do it. See, here, here's the thing. I did my due diligence uh, by helping her find these things that she wanted. She wanted to, she, you, know what, you know what a charger is? A charger? You mean yeah. like not a phone charger? No. Do you know what a charger is? No. It's a plate that goes under a plate. Ah. It's one of those things. It's, a, it's like a big plastic plate okay. that fits under like another plate, a plate. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a plate holder. Okay. Usually see them at like weddings or something like that. Sure. Uh, you know, things like something like that kind of event. Uh so she, and I found those. We were looking all over the store. I found them. So I was the hero because I found the chargers. Gotcha. Right? Yes. And then that gave me carte blanche to go roam the store and do whatever I want. That's all it took? Yeah. So as she's uh, looking at, uh, I don't know, uh, wall coverings or something, uh, or any acrylic paints or uh, live, laugh, love signs, <laughs> I'm uh, 
I'm doing my due diligence by uh, by by spelling the word penis with the big block letters that they have in the store. And she liked she she's okay with it, even if she didn't see it. Maybe yes. Well, she 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 then saw the the result of yeah, that. Yeah, because you took a picture and yeah. you showed us, and yeah. then uh, and then she you know did the, a big eye roll. <laughs> Which apparently, I have to assume, was not her first or last no, eye but, roll in this relationship. But she had this look in her eye like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what am I doing with this man? You know, here's the amazing part about it. She's the one that posted the picture. Yes, because she wanted to show everybody that this is what this man does. He's a grown 43-year-old man. Yeah. Writing the word penis in block letters at a hobby lobby. This is what I have to deal with every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Steve points us out, and, and and she writes, "Tell me you went to Hobby Lobby with Steve Nagel without telling me you went to Hobby mm-hmm. Lobby with Steve Nagel." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I have a history of doing this. So it's well, it's you not and, like, you and I went through our uh, our our penis wars for a while. Yeah, we drew them on the back of the cars. Yeah, and, uh, with snow or dust or something yeah, like well, that. Yeah, with like, all the like the road salt. Sure, sure. He and I went to uh, you know back and forth oh, yeah. and would would drive you know would uh, draw penises in the back of each other's cars. What? And there was one of them. Uh, this is my favorite part. Yeah. There's one he didn't discover until he was all the way out of Westfield. Yeah, so from a, East Lawmeadow tw- to to Westfield, tw- he had a big giant penis in the back of his car. Twenty five minute drive, and it was very well done too. Oh yeah, it was drawn to scale. Yeah, what's what uh, self-respecting alleged adult hadn't done that kind of thing? I mean, come on. I I appreciate these things. I, there was one back in December, and I I am uh, jealous of the people that do these things and go, "Why didn't I think of that?" Mm-hmm. You know, the big ball outside of Target, the big red ball. Yes. Yeah, somebody did that at the Holyoke Mall. They drew a big giant penis right on the top of the ball in snow, yeah. which ter- I thought was hilarious. That's yeah. terrific. And as I've said, you can dislodge those balls and set them rolling into the parking lot. It's been done before. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do no, that. No, it's though. probably not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, that's vandalism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, see that? But making a big snow penis, that's is, hilarious. Is that vandalism in a way? Yeah. If you're, sure. if you're, if you're, you're fiddling around with those balls yes. outside of a Target, what about, yeah. What about the letters inside the store? I, it could be. That's, maybe that's, there's a, a an, an officer of the law who's listening to us right now who well, can that's, chime in. That's not, uh, that's not vandalism for you to spell out, to, to spell any word yeah. out, that's really. Free speech. I mean, you could, you could have... <laughs> You could have used any uh, letters there. I mean, I'm seeing there's an F and a, getting a K. Yeah, you could have uh, come up with something else. I could have come up with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, this was my second attempt. There was one aisle that had, like, they were letters for uh, people getting married. You know, like the two last names, like mm-hmm. the D and the A or whatever right. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. your last name would be. Sure. But they didn't have every letter of the alphabet, and they had no I. And I'm like, why? Is there no person named I? Like, last name? Well, you you can't have a penis yeah. without an eye. That's right. <laughs> That's Jim, right. Jim Ignatowski's got an so, eye. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say I did my job yesterday. And wow. Very and very nicely done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You should Thank be you. very proud of I'm yourself. I'm very very proud. You're a good boy. It's uh, six twenty one with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. The pro marijuana tune from the Black Crows, Remedy. On Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. Uh, let's see. Today I Learned has been uh, carefully brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for today I learned with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. 
This is a guy that spelled penis out of block letters at the Hobby Lobby. What? You're surprised based on that intro? Don't hate the player, hate mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, today I learned that David Lee Roth, uh, frontman of Van Halen in the early 80s, uh, paid his road crew $100 for every woman they bought, brought him backstage. Wow. Yeah. A bounty. That's all? Just 100 huh? This one guy, one of these crew members, made $1,200 in one night. I mean, you think about it. Over the course of an entire world tour, mm-hmm. you can make serious bank if you were on the road crew. Yeah. Actually, yeah. a pretty good... Uh, a pretty good deal. Your guys just you know just there to move equipment around. And twelve in one night. Now was that all as part of one event, or did he spread those twelve over the entire evening in well, individual he, bursts? He said he brought him twelve women. Yes, throughout the night. So he's so just I, pick and choose from among them. I'll take that one and that one. Get rid of number five. It's like picking a jury. I think maybe yeah. right. You know how easy it would be to collect that hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is go. Hey, man, I work for the band, uh, and David Lee Roth wants to come see you. And then they come with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it, it, they go, yeah, okay, you're with the band. But it's got to be a woman of a certain standard <laughs> yeah, in order to... Sure. In order to justify the work yeah. of getting her backstage, it mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't have any specifications. But you're right. I don't think you're gonna have, uh, you know, uh, Debbie from accounting uh, going backstage with David Lee well, Roth. Well, I'm sure Debbie from accounting is a lovely woman in her own way. I don't I mean, know about she might, that. She might not be David Lee Roth type of uh, standard, but you know, again, you're put as a road crew member. You're trying to judge. Well, what would Dave like? What would David Lee Roth want mm-hmm. out of this exchange? And am I going to get a? Is she worth a hundred dollars to David? That's you have to wonder. Well, if you make twelve hundred bucks in one night, I think you're doing a pretty damn good job. I think I think David Lee Roth is blowing through a lot of money in a night. And that is today I learned. Thanks, Stephen David Rugwood Odu. Coming up next in the news, had that pro marijuana anthem from the Crows a minute ago. One Massachusetts community has done a one eighty on pot. We'll get to that next. Six thirty two. With back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary, Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The latest from the Ukraine. While Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky yesterday addressed the U.N. Security Council about war crimes and atrocities that the Russian folks have perpetrated against civilians, some good news. An 18-year-old Cleveland woman who was originally from Ukraine, just raised over $12,000 for refugees by working out on a stair climber for 24 hours straight. Now, we were talking yesterday about maybe installing some uh, workout devices here in the studio, Rock 22. 24 hours straight? Straight. God. But 12 grand for the refugees. I get that. There's just got to be an easier way. Hey, come up with it. I got an idea. Maybe how, eating for 24 straight hours. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, how, you know, like if I sat on a couch for like 24 hours mm-hmm. to raise money. Okay. That way, I mean, I, I could do that. You think people would contribute to that effort? I don't know. But I mean, I, at least I feel like, uh, you know, that's something I could accomplish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have to take, you know, regular bathroom breaks and mm. someone would have to serve me food. But I mean, I, I could sit on a couch for 24 hours if it, if it helped. All right. At least I know I could do it. All right. Well, get it, get started. And one other piece of good news, a couple on Vancouver Island near Seattle recently bought an old resort. They were going to turn it into an event center, but instead they're using it to house Ukrainian refugees. They say it's big enough for about 100 people.
There you go. That's good. Closer to home, West Springfield has done a 180 on weed. The mayor, Will Reichelt. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah his name's Will. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to lift the ban on recreational marijuana sales in his community. Now, the last time this was tried was back in 2018 when Mayor Reichelt only had one city councilor vote yes to allowing retail marijuana shops in West Springfield. <laughs> this time he's got three co-sponsors, the town voting to ban retail sales when it became legal in Massachusetts back in 2016. But the mayor noting that neighboring cities have dispensaries now, and he can see firsthand how the town of West Springfield could benefit from the tax revenue from pot sales. Well, I think if he's, if he's being honest, mm-hmm. if anyone in local government is being honest, you look at all the other cities and towns that have their own dispensaries, recreational dispensaries. Sure, all those fears that people had, like it's going to, you know, it's going to amount to more crime they, and all it, that has not surfaced. Any problem with marijuana has been from the black market that's been created because of the high cost and additional taxes of recreational marijuana, non medical stuff because you don't pay the same taxes and fees. But that's been to me the only true negative about this I, you know most do, most of the other dispensaries are, have not been problems but we don't have all the stats on like traffic incidences and um other problems yeah, like colorado has been gathering but you have no but you have no more than any other business in in most and, cases and most of these larger ones are required to have police officers directing traffic outside of those uh, those places so oh, I, the, I didn't mean that part of it yeah. i meant accidents that are occurring because of um uh, people being uh, compromised with, you know, the ingestion of marijuana, at, you know, as on top of alcohol and other stimulants. I don't think it's any different than it was when it was, you know, when they were just tracking. Uh, you, you can have a DUI, an OUI, mm-hmm. operating under right. the influence. Sure. That doesn't necessarily mean alcohol. It could right. mean other things. Sure. Uh most people who are smoking marijuana and get into a, in a car accident are usually drinking as well as using marijuana. Well, do you, you got the stats on that? Because I, I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm just wondering because I know Colorado. Were they the first Colorado to go legal with the um, first I, state? Yeah, Colorado and Washington. And I, they may have stats on accidents that have occurred. Well, the, the problem is that they, they really don't because it's impossible to tell the level of impairment with Mm -hmm. someone who is just smoking weed behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. They don't have the technology to say that for sure because marijuana stays in your system for 30 days. I mean, I could have smoked a a couple of bong hits 30 days ago (laughs) and still, and and still get the credit for it on the, on the, in in a sobriety test. So, I mean, until you resolve that problem, it's really impossible to tell what your level of impairment is. I mean, they've done it with bl- you know blood alcohol uh, you know uh, limits mm-hmm. all across the country, but they haven't gotten to the point of marijuana. But as far as you know, whether West Springfield allows it to happen, I mean, it's kind of hard to say that it would be wrong for any city or town to just go ahead and continue the ban. I agree with you, Bax. I mean, especially with the tax revenue that could be gained on all this stuff. So. Huh? I, I'm just talk. I was just kind of playing devil's advocate there. I, I agree. I mean, I think everybody's going to be legalizing it and putting it in. Yeah, probably. In Holyoke, crews were working yesterday to repair a water main break, the area of 86 Lower Westfield Road. Holyoke Waterworks had to repair the break. Officials on the scene yesterday morning while our radio show was going on, and 
maybe didn't finish till 8 o'clock last night, possibly even later. Lower Westfield Road was closed between Whiting Farms Road and Holy Family Road. I mean, they're not trying to pin it on this show, are they? Like, we were responsible for the water main break? Uh, just reporting here, Bax. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking over in Holyoke. Well, officials saying uh, they expected heavy traffic in the area near the Holyoke Mall throughout the rest of last night. Yeah, because they heard that somebody put a whole bunch of new uh, letters up at the Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I, never, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it, did somebody spell penis out on the, on the letters at the Hobby Lobby? <laughs> Who did know. that? Yeah. Well, people are going to go check it out today to see if it's still there. Yeah. I, I guess so. I think somebody probably changed it by now. That was uh, like noontime yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a kick in the head? What? If it's still there and no one's noticed. I could see nobody. No, I could see uh, the manager walking by, going, "What? Uh, who did that?" And then go back on the surveillance camera and see some giant forty-three-year-old man rearranging letters to spell "penis" on the shelf. <laughs> and they were huge letters. That was mm-hmm. a big penis. Yeah, that, that really was, was. the biggest was. one the Hobby yeah, Lobby's ever was. seen. Congratulations, Steve. Got a couple of Connecticut stories for you here. A suspect has been charged with arson in connection with a fire in Enfield. According to Enfield Police Department, to 40-year-old Christopher Colbert, I assume that's not Colbert, even though it's spelled the same, he is an Enfield resident. He was arrested yesterday on nine warrants, including the charge of arson in connection with a fire at 30 Montano Drive in Enfield. The fire had been reported at 2.45 in the morning back in January, and the homeowner had told police they saw a person, I love this part, walking away from the home carrying a gas can. I guess that was their totally first... circumstantial. Right. People are walking away from that property with uh, accelerants all the time. By the way, four percent increase in fatal car crash rates with states with marijuana oh. uh, thing. Good stat. Four four percent though. Okay, it's nothing. All right. Well, what do they normally have? Well, again, less? again, I mean, you know, most people who smoke pot don't really want to drive around. Too they don't much. want to leave the house. Yeah, you want to <laughs> sit in the couch and you want to finish your Funyuns. I heard this uh, great interview with Snoop Dogg once, of him and uh, how he's talking about Dr. Dre when they were making that album, mm-hmm. and they were and he and Dre would come into the studio every day with a big giant gallon of orange juice and then pour half of it out and then pour the rest in with gin, and then proceed to drink it all day long during the recording session. Right. So at the end of the day, and Snoop was just sitting there smoking blunts, and he at the end of the day, Dr. Dre wanted to kick everybody's ass, and then Snoop was like, the only thing that was going to get destroyed under with me smoking blunts is a bag of Cheetos, because <laughs> that's all he wanted to do was just eat. There's nobody gets violent when you when you smoke weed. No, but, but I but I understand it with a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. I can totally understand that one. Love a good bag of Cheetos. And by the way, there's a hack for eating those without getting your fingers all orangey. You use chopsticks to, chopsticks to lift them out of the bag. Yeah, I'm not doing that. You know, if, That's if, the whole point of licking the orange off your it's fingers. It's the best part. <laughs> and by the way, if you're, you're, you're high as the bejesus, you don't really care whether your fingers are stained or not. No, you don't. That's a good point. You're not any more concerned about that than you worry about you know, how you're staining your lungs. Our second story from Enfield, police investigators there seeking the public's assistance in identifying and locating a suspect wanted for allegedly stealing from a store in Enfield. One of my favorite places to go, Ulta Beauty. <laughs> you guys ever go into an Ulta Beauty, by the way? Uh, oh, yeah, I cannot tell you how many ways I want to say no. Right, me too. That's one of the ones where it's just like, if, if your wife or your girlfriend 
It's like, I'll wait here on the outside. Yeah, I'll yeah. sit in the car. Yeah. I picked up a James Charles makeup collection there once. <laughs> <laughs> <I did. laughs> it's some YouTube guy who sells music, uh, sells makeup. Really? Yeah. Huh, all the, the kids are, it's all a rage with the kids. Well, this suspect was photographed and his picture is on camera after allegedly stealing various items from the Ulta Beauty in Enfield, located on Hazard Street. This happened just a few days ago. An alert was issued by the police department in Enfield. They released the photo. No other info regarding the man or the alleged robbery was provided, but he apparently was in there stealing stuff from Ulta Beauty. Well, you can get uh, you can get a pretty good buck for that stuff on the black market. Oh, is that what around, it is? Yeah, you turn around, you say, "Hey, look, I got the L'Oreal, uh, mm-hmm. originally priced seventy nine ninety nine, all yours for twenty nine ninety nine." Well, if you bought that one package from that place, or then yeah. you probably would have been one of his customers. Then I guess, right? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if like uh, too many people selling, you know, cosmetics from a from a large trench coat. <laughs> It'll only cost a dollar. Well, and with the national chain shortage, does the guy selling that on the street go uh, for twenty nine ninety nine? But for an extra penny, I'll donate to uh, yeah, other you could other, round up for a charity. other criminals in need. Yeah, uh, maybe a pr- portion of the proceeds going to uh, Ukrainian refugees or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. you got to have an a-, a hook, an sure. angle for people to buy stuff with you. But you know, you, you sell stuff Ulta Beauty. You know, that's uh, you go on Facebook Marketplace, you can find a lot of stolen items on there. Is there a a particular section that says, you know, stolen items? No, but you can tell sometimes, like, why are you selling something so brand new for, like, half the price? <laughs> why is it still in its blister packing? Yeah. It's a red flag. It's 644 with back Steve and Dave, and apparently flying a helicopter out of your own backyard is illegal in the state of Massachusetts. Details next in the Mass Hat on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 650 and the doors on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. So a guy named Trevor called in and said there was some sort of traffic backup on uh, 91 from Warehouse Point to Enfield in that area, right? Yeah, so uh, apparently some emergency vehicles out there, so be very careful if you're driving through. All right. As for the weather, highs in the low 50s today and lots of rain for most of the day today. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. A Massachusetts man could get 20 years in prison after he was convicted of flying a helicopter out of his backyard in East Brookfield. Is that wrong? Can't do that? Apparently it's wrong. Antonio Santo Nastasso. 62 years old, convicted yesterday of one count of serving as an airman without an airman certificate. Ah, see, it's always important to have the certificate to go along with the title. Right. Right. Also charged with one count of making false statements to federal agents. That's never good. So he's a false airman? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes, a fake airman. Suppose he had bought a boat. Well, that would be a boatman, right? No, it's like more of a seaman. Ooh, oh, I yeah. see what you did there. What? Be careful with that, Bex. What? I'm just, just saying. Be careful. Like, like, I'm just I saying. Boat. Listen, just Traveling be careful. The, the seven seas. Yes, like a Navy man. Exactly. I see. Uh, I get. What, did it, did it say like how he got the helicopter or? I'm, I'm reading through the story here. The FAA was involved. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know they revoked. His aviation license in 2000 
after he helped steal a helicopter oh. from Norwood Memorial Airport. Ah, yeah, stealing it's different than owning it. But in 2018, he flew another helicopter in and out of his backyard more than 50 times. See, this is uh, it's one of those crimes that you can't really be quiet about. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's no stealth like, no stealth helicopter. No, it, yeah. it's it's like you know, you go uh, Let's just say you, like you're embezzling money, for example, right? Sure. Sure, you can get away with that for quite some time if you do it right and you hide the money from your employer and you're stealing from the books. And then eventually they get caught. You know, uh, $250,000 over like the last 10 years. But a helicopter, somebody's going to notice that. You think? Like that's going to be like, hey, does that guy even have a license for that? And you know, if you stole a helicopter, yeah, how do you even keep your mouth shut? Look, you're not going to believe what I just did. Yeah. You got to tell somebody. You got to tell everybody. I'd be telling everybody. I always wanted to go to that uh, that flight school down at Northeast Helicopters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yeah. would be kind of good. We, we, we did, remember we did a couple of rides with them? Well, I did a ride with you them. You did a ride. And we, uh, we took, I took pictures of Springfield overhead. Right. And you're like, wow, it really looks crappy from up here, too. Ex-airman, <laughs> <laughs> ex-airman, Santo Natasto. Also tried to persuade a person to not report his backyard helicopter activity. So he's in trouble for that as well. He could face 20 years in prison. I would think that the person who accepted the money and then told on him should also be in jail. Yeah. Probably, yes. Yeah. You violated a secret. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. It's a good point. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I'll give you uh, 500 bucks. You don't tell anybody that I was flying this thing in and out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay. As if yeah. 10 other neighbors wouldn't notice that he was flying a helicopter in and out of his backyard. Well, there's, there's a chance that he could still go down. Yeah, that's true. You ever ridden in a helicopter before or not? Yeah. Yeah, well, just, he said he did. I, yeah. I've, I've never ridden in a helicopter. Yeah, it's, it's a little scary. Uh, my son and I went to an Alaskan cruise one time, Dash and I, and we took uh, one of those excursions. And we got a helicopter ride from, I think it was in Juneau, Alaska, because it was an Alaskan cruise, from Juneau up on top of a glacier. A helicopter landing on top of a glacier. Fantastic. But, you know, you hear all the time about heavy winds out in, like, Las Vegas. Right. You hear about helicopter accidents all the time. We, we did uh, we did a helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It was probably the coolest thing I've ever done as far as, you know, uh, exploring national parks that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty neat. The and closest I've ever gotten to a chopper was one of those miracle choppers I bought at the, at the Big E. That's about as close as I've ever oh, gotten. Oh, you rip the cord and it flies up in the air? Or no, no, the... no. You can put an onion on a table and you just you know chop away oh. at a slap oh. chopper. Oh. Yeah, it's about yeah, as close as I've ever gotten. And one of the greatest uh, helicopter scenes in a movie, uh, And Justice for All with uh, Al Pacino. Do you remember that? I do. And the judge likes he- flying the helicopter and he gets Pacino in the helicopter with him. And I think the judge is Jack Warden, I think is the name of the guy who plays the judge. And he likes, it's in New York City, and he likes flying his helicopter when he's on break. And he goes out over the New York Harbor. And Pacino starts getting nervous because (laughs) Jack Warden goes, wow, we're running out of gas here, but this is the way I like to do it. I like to go to the point of no return out over the water to see how far I can go and still have enough gas to make it back. That's uh, that's living dangerously. That is very dangerous. You know, I uh, when when you go to these uh, when I went with these Northeast helicopter guys, mm-hmm. they shut they do this uh, maneuver where they shut the 
They shut the rotor off. Oh no! no. It's it's like it's like one of these. Uh, it's like they. That's how they train to, oh. to deal with the thing. And then the guy. So when the guy shuts the rotor off, yeah, the whole your stomach flips upside down because you the whole thing just drops. Wait, you were in the cap the chopper when this happened? Yeah. Oh they, my god! Twice. No, thank twice. you. Twice. The first time, actually, Pat <laughs> Kelly went with. Uh, he he was in another helicopter. Thank God, because I would have thrown him out anyway. But uh, he was in another helicopter, wow. and uh, they both did the. These training maneuver things where they they pretend like they're gonna crash land and then they shut the rotor off and then the guy and at the last second the guy turns the rotor back on and all of a sudden you're like oh we're back up in the air again <laughs> okay yeah it's a rush you really gotta try it I bet uh, we've got the 102 second sports coming up next on Rock 102 to some great area courses like Keeney Park Golf Course North this business I'm limited to caffeine and not much else. Believe me, if I felt there was something I could take to improve my performance on this show, I'd be freebasing it every two hours. Sadly, no medication exists. However, when it comes to playing professional baseball, there is a Golden Corral-style buffet of potential options that you could pack down your child pipe. However, I would warn you that many of them come with serious consequences, some of which are worse than the standard man boobs or shrunken testicles. Yesterday, for example, Major League Baseball suspended Milwaukee Brewers catcher Pedro Severino for 80 games after he tested positive for something known as clomiphene. Well, for those of you who are unaware, clomiphene is a drug that is almost exclusively prescribed to women to help induce ovulation. Now, for you men, ovulation is the physical process in which a lady's ovaries release their eggs following the rupture of her ovarian follicles. From there, the follicle enters the luteal phase in which it then becomes uh, available for fertilization. But for a dude to take something like that to induce ovulation, uh, then the only thing that occurs is an 80-game suspension and the forfeiture of half of your $1.9 million salary. Severino claims that he and his wife are going through fertility treatments and that he was prescribed the medication by a doctor. While that seems like a plausible explanation, it also happens to be total horse crap. Because you see, the only thing that that stuff does in men is increase levels of testosterone, which would be a violation of league policy. Listen, I understand the desire to have adorable little children. I've spawned a few of them myself. But if I had a choice between taking something that worked or an 80-game suspension without pay... I would likely ask for a second opinion. I would especially be interested in taking something that wasn't going to make me lose half my income, because that's probably where I would draw the line, since the remaining half of my money would likely be spent on raising the very children I was hoping to have. In other words, check your labels. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. How's your lawn looking? Go see Austin at the Agawam Rockies. Austin is all about lawn and garden, especially Scott's four-step and all the Scott's lawn stuff. How to plant, when to fertilize. Austin and Agawam steers you in the right direction. Good people, rock solid service, and Scott's lawn care at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Van Halen. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be a wet one today uh, with a high of 50 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 53. It's 43 in rain right now in downtown Springfield. So this is an interesting one, guys. 59-year-old Ivor Badil tweeting over the weekend. I'm not buying that name. It already sounds like a mm-hmm. phony. It does kind of sound odd, doesn't it? It does. So going to have a birthday celebration with he and his family members at a restaurant. Going to bring a cake of his own. Okay. Ask the restaurant ahead of time. Hey, is it okay? We're going to have a birthday lunch today. I'm going to bring my own cake. Just want to make sure that was okay with you guys. He says, sure. 
but we're going to charge you a cakeage fee. A cakeage fee. Okay. For cutting the cake. So his tweet sparked a debate. Many people noting that that situation was outrageous and and ridiculous, while other people were saying, well, wait a minute. I mean, you you got a corkage fee if you bring your own bottle of wine into one of those BYOB places. Well, if you had like a a wedding reception, Mm -hmm. typically speaking, you go to a baker they bake a cake yeah. kind of like when we got married we went to to gregory's up in uh, in hadley you got married yes when you, uh you were there no uh, i 2019. wasn't yes you were <laughs> anyway uh yeah we we got a cake from uh, from gregory's and uh, they charged us a cutting fee so sim- this is what they're talking about at this restaurant mm. yeah but that's that's kind of like a standard practice and it, it is it, it, yes it absolutely if you if yeah. you bring in something from the out the outside, mm-hmm. they will charge you the, the cutting fee. Now, if, if you buy uh, a cake that they made, right, it's included in the cost already. Yeah, you're still paying that cakeage fee, but it's made it look like, oh, you're not really paying the cakeage fee. I mean, you uh, think about the mathematical uh, possibilities. If you've got 150 guests, you've mm-hmm. got to cut, cut a cake mm-hmm. in 150 different slices. That ain't That's not an easy job to do. Well, I can understand in a situation like that where you're talking about a wedding, but numerous times in the past, we've enjoyed birthday celebrations at restaurants and brought in say an ice cream cake from Carvel. Are you uh, are you are you putting uh, Chuck E Cheese on the same level as a restaurant because <laughs> well, I mean I can see you going to I can see you going to a Chuck E Cheese having that uh, lousy pizza then jumping in the big pool of balls by the end of did, the night. Did you get Fudgy the Whale or Cookie Puss? Fudgy the Whale cake. No, uh, none of the above. Just Who is that? <clears throat> Tom Carvel. Oh, oh that's that's I see what you did there. I got it. Okay, I'm I'm playing the I'm playing along now, um, but I don't know. I I, I think I, I think it's excessive. I don't know. It's not unusual because you know, as we've we were saying about the uh, the booze. If you have a if you have a BYOB restaurant like right. uh, Chef Wayne's used to be the BYOB place, you could bring your own booze in there and drink it, but they charged you. A very small fee. It mm-hmm. wasn't uh, wasn't anything outrageous. No, you bring your own. You bring your own booze. But that I don't know if that's uh, if that is like a liquor law thing. Is that a liquor um, law thing where you have to charge something for that? Does because that's I'm good, uh, that's a good question. I don't I don't know because I'm sure uh, you know the government doesn't like to leave any penny unturned. So I'm sure they would take a portion of that fee as well. Yeah. Well, but, as, you cons- uh, as you consider that, uh, let's uh, play if we can cut the cake from the average white band. Oh, oh, oh hey, look go. at you. Good How about choice, that, huh? <laughs> Um. I would have played Someone Left the Cake Out in the, the MacArthur Park uh, oh, yeah. song. Better than Cut the Cake? I don't yes. think so. Yeah. Come on. Come on. We're we going to get the lyrics here? Yeah. There you go. Get in the groove. Better than Tom Petty, right? Yeah. Uh, much better than Tom Petty. Listen, Anything as, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. um, if you're bringing someone from the outside and it's not theirs... Mm-hmm. They probably got a right to charge it. You know, a, it's probably not an exorbitant fee. All right, but nevertheless, I'll go along with it. Uh, number to reach us, by the way, two nine three one zero two one. If you have a thought on this, we could actually turn this into non traditional revenue for the radio station. You know, I'm thinking 
we could have requests for songs from people calling in, and we could charge a a Tom Pettyage fee. Listen, if, uh, they, if they request a Tom Petty tune, we already tra- we already charged a Tupperware fee for the people showing up at the work releases, and that didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take these chicken tenders home in a plastic cup from the bar that I didn't buy a drink from? Please. That's when you slap the the food right out of their mouth. Yeah. Did you pay for that? We'll, no, take, we'll take a break. We'll come back with your calls. It's 7.15. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Shields Classic Rock. It's 7.21, and the Rolling Stones are back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. Monsoon season for the rest of this weekend. Uh, it's raining right now, and 43 in downtown Springfield. So this guy walked into a restaurant, brought a cake with him, and they charged him a cakeage fee for slicing the cake, and he's wondering if that's outrageous or if it's expected as... Yes. An additional expense. There you go. This is what I was looking for. Yeah. You want a MacArthur Park? I'm uh, giving it to you. I'm giving it to you hard. Someone so, did leave the cake out in the rain. It is a rainy day in Springfield. But I don't think you get to that lyric till like eight minutes into this song, right? Was never well, can we wait? Can we wait that long? Or uh, How much time do we have? We got lots of... We, yeah, we, we, we have we until can, 10. We can play this whole, whole thing. <laughs> Anyhow... So, uh, yeah, so we talked about uh, this whole thing with the cake. I, I think it's, I'm not surprised they're charging a fee. I don't understand it, but it's, uh, there's a lot of things I do that I well, don't understand. We took some calls off the air, so yeah, we did. Let's see sure. if we get some. Rock 102, hello. Hi, this is Katie. Hey, Katie. Katie, what do you say? Hi, so I've worked in the restaurant business a long time, and part of the reason they charge you that is because you're using their plates, their silverware, they have to wash the stuff, take the time to do that. And also, you're taking up the table a few minutes longer, so I think they just make sure they want to get a little extra money out of that. Good point. Hey, rid- riddle me this, if you will. Yes. If I'm eating yes. at your restaurant, and I'm yes. eating the food that is on your plates, and someone still has yes. to wash those plates, am I being charged Absolutely. for the usage of your plates then? Um, no, no. But when you're eating food from the outside and using our plates, I can see why they might want to take an extra couple bucks. It adds to your workload. We get it. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. Let's say what's the the big whoop between like a few extra plates on a, you know, for the cake. I don't know. All right. No, I gotcha. Uh, Can you play uh, He's Going the Distance by Cake for me? Ooh, I see what you're doing there. How much are you willing to pay? Starting line. (laughs) Engines pumping and thumping in time. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, I'm an avid listener of your show. Oh, okay, avid listener. What uh, what can we do for you? I'm just listening about the, the whole cake cutting segment. Yes. Um, um, it's a standard in the industry. Gotcha. Could someone pay me to wash my own plates for 20 bucks? Because I'll tell you what, I could use the extra cash. That's what you got kids for. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, there you go. All right, thanks for the call, avid listener. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. So I think we've played every cake-related song or artist, have we not? Did we just... Um, no, Cake by the Ocean by uh, oh. D-N-C-E. Oh, I, don't have yes. that to, yes. I don't have that handy. I mean, I could play it, but it's, it's I mean, I, I, I... You don't want to play that uh, foul mouth song? No. Cake by the Ocean? I don't. You don't want to no. do that? No, I don't. I don't All right. I don't want to do that. Well, if there are any other cake requests or opinions on this matter, feel free to call. Why would I want to do that? Well, I got Richard Harris right here. Yeah, see, I don't even like this version. I like, uh, what's her name? The Donna Summer version? Donna Summer version. No. Yeah, no, yeah. Donna is... Summer did this way better. No, no you are so wrong. Much, there's so much yeah. pathos and gravitas in this uh, version. Summer Donna. Be another to 
That's who did it. I don't know That's about that. That's the one who did it the best. Have you noticed, though, that both Richard Harris and Donna Summer are dead? I think it's the curse of the song. Mm. Or it could be they just live out their lives like they, everybody else did. Well, I've considered that possibility, yeah. too. I'm just saying. I'm sure uh, there's been many other songs that people have died singing. This one's one of them. <laughs> It's uh, 7.26. I'm not even listening to you guys. I'm listening to Richard Harris. I don't blame you. Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. 7.28. We're back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy April show- the April shower discount. 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. Before you start, just want to say that uh, MacArthur Park is still running. <laughs> still going. Still going on. Did we get to the cake out in the rain part yet or not? The icing part. Yeah, that's a good part though. That was it right there. <laughs> you get me down a summer, I'll uh, I'll participate. I don't know, Steve. Uh, maybe you just didn't grow up on. Richard Harris the way Dave and I did. I mean, yeah. It's just a generational thing. Right. I mean, nothing wrong with Donna Summer. Don't get me wrong. I love, uh, I love, uh, I celebrate her entire catalog, mm-hmm. but Richard Harris really speaks to me. You know, if you could get Richard Harris to come back and sing that song on the border of Russia and the Ukraine, maybe all of the hostility would cease. You would have to reanimate his dead flesh. I He's know. He's been dead for over a decade. Well, they're doing that with holograms now, right? Yeah. I don't think anyone's doing that. Richard Harris. Well, maybe it's time. The latest from the Ukraine, of course. We told you about it yesterday. It did happen. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, did address the U.N. Security Council yesterday about war crimes and atrocities. As for what's going to happen next, we'll have to just stay tuned. Closer to home, Friendlies is getting a complete makeover. The new menu being introduced with an assortment of 12 new items, guys. Now, I know you've been down on this, and you're saying you won't go with me if I go try the new Friendly's. What's it called again? It's like the uh, Friendly's. It's got a whole new... I don't know. I went to the one uh, in Westfield. (laughs) Yeah. And? The kids got milkshakes. That was about it. And uh, we didn't order any food. It it almost seems like... uh, It almost seems like a Subway. You know, where they fry the food in one of those little uh, ovens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, they serve it to you. It's it's just, it's it's a convenience food thing now. Dave, it's never been about the food. That's never been it. Right. The uh, the problem I've had with Friendly's is that it just takes forever between the moment you sit down to the moment you are allowed to leave. Mm-hmm. Like hours. Well. And if it isn't hours, it sure feels that way. Well, not if you're going just for the ice cream. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I could also go to a, a, the grocer's freezer and grab the same ice cream yeah. and bring it home. Oh, you cannot get all of the same ice cream, including the new flavor at Friendly's, Barking Pretzel. Barking Pretzel. I, yeah. All right. I got no idea. Uh, maybe there's pieces of, like, chocolate bark in there. Probably. I, I you know. Uh, that's, uh, you know, Big Y makes their ice cream. They do? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. They get that plant over there. That uh, where they make the ice cream for the used to be for the friendlies. Now the big Y makes it. No kidding. How about that? Uh, the things you learn. Yeah. Well, aside from the barking pretzel ice cream, here are some of the new menu items at Friendlies. You ready? Yes. yes. Tater kegs. These are five jumbo tater tots stuffed with cheddar, bacon, and chives, topped off with sour cream. 
That sounds good. Yeah. You know, I uh, always liked my taters by the keg. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you think about it, they kind of do look like kegs. So I think that's a good move there on All that right. part. Uh, the $100,000 Cobb salad. Now, I see what they did there, kind of with the $100,000 bar and the salad, and it's healthy, but yet it's, like, really expensive, but it's not. Well, what's in it? Everything that's in a normal Cobb salad. What's it going to cost? That part I don't have here. Because I don't really have $100,000, and if I did, Friendly's probably wouldn't be the top five. All right. How about the jammed up burger? This is a classic beef patty with cheddar cheese, also cheesy beef brisket on top of it. Okay. Mm. And fig jam? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, uh, heard of those uh, really? salty, sweet uh, huh. concoctions being done. The I jammed actually, up I, burger, is that just a reflection on the speed of the service that you'll get from like the kitchen? Like, the like jammed, oh, that's where the orders jammed are jammed up. up in the kitchen. Hmm. By the way, uh, just to see yeah. you uh, are aware of this, yeah. uh, many, many years ago, I uh, believe, I uh, was up late one night and I came back from an adult sta- establishment mm-hmm. and uh, I too put Fig Newtons on a hamburger and I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> really? So so you were ahead of the curve then? In a way. I don't okay. want to say I'm a trendsetter, but, uh, you know, I, okay. I didn't get sick. Uh, there's another item called the cheese skirt. Burger. All right, I'm looking at the menu right now. Okay. The cheese skirt burger yep. looks a little bit like an industrial accident. <laughs> that looks like one of those fake vomit on the floor things, <laughs> yes, doesn't it? It does. I'm it's looking not. at this picture right now. Yeah. Uh, it's a skirt made out of cheese that's sort of oozing mm. out of the burger. And it says here you can enjoy the cheese skirt first or just fold it inside the burger. So what? basically what they've done is they've taken a bunch of cheddar cheese, yeah. right? They put it on their grill. And uh, and they melt it, mm-hmm. and it gets all crispy and delicious, right? Yeah, and and, and uh, you can do that at home, and it's fantastic. They just do it, and they put it on top of a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and it drapes over the uh, the bottom bun. Hence the skirt. We it are... looks like something that would require a hazmat team. I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah. Would, having seen it, I would almost uh, consider doing it myself. Well, the fake vomit toy is the one that I I, I think Steve nailed it with that. Perhaps. Uh, there's also the Doritos Cool Ranch Chopped Cheeseburger, yeah, which a... is a beef burger topped with pepper jack cheese, onions, jalapenos, salsa, and then smothered with, are you ready? Yeah. Ranch dressing! Yeah, how about that? Aha! Uh-huh. It all comes first full circle, guys. There's also the bangin' beef... I don't care it comes full circle. I just wanted to come in a timely fashion. <laughs> uh, there's also the bangin' beef stroganoff. The... Isn't that the, what that guy was doing on that jet blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the... With, al- it, with his hoof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the Aloha stir-fried chicken and the American cheese brisket super melt. So those are just some of the new items at Friendly's. I think it sounds great, guys. I'm going to try it. Yeah, you should go. And when you're finally out of there in four or five hours, you let us know how it went. Burger King's in trouble. Apparently, they've been advertising falsely about their... Various items. Their food apparently appears larger than it actually is. You know, well, if, they, o- uh, if have, only we could. Have they cut down on the size of a Whopper? Yeah, well, that's part of the problem. A class action suit accuses Burger King of misleading customers since 2017. Mm. What the The class action suit against Burger King? Mm-hmm. Then what? Everybody winds up with a coupon for a free French fry at the end? It really doesn't make sense to do that. I don't know, Steve. This is the kind of thing that could destroy <laughs> the entire Burger King monarchy. According to the class action suit, the size of almost all the items on the BK menu is, quote, 
materially overstated. The chain's signature sandwich, the Whopper, is 35% larger in ads than in real life. We've known for years that the food never looks like the picture mm-hmm. that, that it's on. No. So why is this some sort of big surprise? Because uh, it's a it's a frivolous lawsuit that'll get tossed out in the first three seconds. Even if it doesn't get tossed out, what what what's the end game here? They pay out money in you know a couple of dollars to anybody who ordered a Whopper in the last five years. Depends how many people are in on the class action suit, right? Yeah, so. but I've never ordered something from a from a Burger King where I felt like you know this wasn't big enough for me. I feel I feel cheated. I never felt terribly cheated. Well, and, and also until I've ordered their fries because right, like McDonald's yeah. fries are significantly better. Well, plus if you're looking at an ad depicting a Whopper, say. How do you tell that it's 35% larger than in real life unless there's some perspective in the photograph? I mean, there must be some sort of way to yeah, determine. Uh, that's uh, kind of random to me. I don't know. Well, that's why this is frivolous. You think? You think it's going to get tossed out? Oh, I think it's going to get tossed out very quickly. Any any judge uh, doing it right is going to have this booted. We'll have to wait and see. Yes, we will. Uh, coins may be making a comeback. Retailers, laundromats, other businesses that rely on coins apparently are making a push to have coins reinserted back into the U.S. economy. A group of trade associations that represent individual businesses, banks, retail outlets, truck stops, grocery stores, asking the Treasury Department for help in convincing Americans to get more coins back in circulation. Well, how do you do that? You take your coins and dump them in the machine at the grocery store? You use them whenever you can. Yeah. Some businesses rely on this, and the shortage of coins is hurting mm. their economical push. I never believed that for a second, that we had a coin shortage in this country. Well, there's not a coin shortage. There's a coin usage problem. <clears throat> was it, wasn't there a coin shortage problem? Wasn't that the whole reason why CBS yeah, was well, saying, can you up this? Well, you're both right. Yeah, you're both right. There was a shortage in mm-hmm. circulation because people weren't spending the actual coins. You know, most people are using, you know, credit cards or debit cards and or cash. And a lot of retailers are allowing you to round up so you don't have to, you know, bring a lot of change, or they don't have to give you a lot of change back. You're basically dealing in the in in the in a different currency. What but, about that two hundred dollars in change I gave you for your wedding? Did you put that back in circulation? Of course I did, Steve. Well, I'm then, a I'm a I'm a good citizen. Well, that should have solved all the problems then. I mean, I I I put it back in circulation after cursing your name fifteen times, but that's okay. That's all right. Still got the money. Still money is money. Money is money. That's right. As long as we're talking about money, Wallet Hub ranking the best places to work from home. You know, COVID, we've been doing that. A lot of people have been working from home. Now Mm -hmm. people are getting back into the workplace. These rankings are based on factors like the percentage of people working from home, internet and utility costs, and housing costs, and the best places to work from home, New Jersey and Washington, D.C., but Connecticut is fourth and Massachusetts is fifth. Service said... A little late there with the clip. Well, that's because we didn't have the button up, but that's Yeah, that was my fault. Uh, the worst state to work from home, Alaska. Alaska? Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the worst place to have a home. Yeah, why would you want to live there, like, voluntarily? It's supposed to be breathtakingly beautiful. But you know, I, yeah, but it is. I've been there. It's never told, been there. Told you earlier, I went on an Alaskan cruise with my son Dash years ago. Yeah. It's great. But I'm not sure I want to work there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure I want to you know, have a residence there. Well, it's a great place to visit, but yeah, after the end... 
After the three or four days I'm there, it's time to go home. I don't know. Considering a move into the logging industry from radio, that, that's, that'd be where you'd want to be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good transition. Right? That one makes sense. Local municip- I'm so sick of doing these stupid stories. Mm-hmm. I want to get into logging. Well? Logging is a good <laughs> industry to get into. Again, yes. it wasn't that what that guy was doing on the plane again? No, it's flogging. He was disembarking. <laughs> In Springfield, local municipal, uh, municipal leaders are supporting legislation to reconfigure the Hampton County Regional Board of Retirement. After a stinging audit of the body's finances last year, leaders in Western Mass dissatisfied with the lack of reform and leadership since the audit, which revealed a litany of financial missteps, including mysterious payments to questionable vendors and superfluous benefits to hand-picked attorneys. The audit, released last year by the State Public Employee Retirement Administration, Hmm. highlighted questionable travel, $235,000 in scam invoices, and pricey insurance coverage for part-time attorneys. So there's a bill being drafted on this matter and set for a vote today Mm. before the Joint Committee on Public Service. How much is that bill going to cost? It's going to cost a few bucks. Probably. Doesn't say. I don't know if you you saw this, but, uh, you know, as a guy who's 55, going to turn 56 in a few months, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the future. You're getting up there. I am. I'm getting. Whew. I never thought I'd live to see the day where I turned 55, where all of a sudden that that tote bag from the AARP is looking better and better for oh, 16 yeah. hours for a membership. Uh, there's this uh, story that's been going around this week about how the age of Social Security may increase to 67 when you when you qualify for the full benefit. Gotcha. From Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, many people can retire at 62. That's when they can start drawing it, but they don't get as much. Off until... their 401k and stuff like that, right? No, no, no. Well, just Social Security. Oh, okay. I got you. So, yeah. so like, there's a there's a maximum uh, that you can get mm-hmm. at the age of 67. Uh, and it had been 66. Now they're talking it could go even higher than that. So if yeah. you're looking for the maximum benefit of Social Security, you could be, like, 68 years old. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm looking at the future. There's no way. Listen, I've already got the countdown going. I can't add extra time onto the countdown. Listen, they don't make it easy for people to uh, to retire. No, they don't. And frankly, you shouldn't be working past the age of 60 anyway. If you don't want to, I mean, if people want to, then yeah, and you're able-bodied and go ahead. But you shouldn't have to. You, you should, really should be enjoying the rest of your life well that's just it i mean you know, it's 65 seems like a good time to go out for mm-hmm. me yeah. you know in my a good time to go out would be like 60 a good time to go out would be like 10 o'clock this morning yeah you yeah know, to really suit my lifestyle mm-hmm. which is surprisingly quite sedentary but well. nevertheless uh if they keep pushing things back it's like you could retire. I mean, if you're all set up with other accounts and stuff, mm-hmm. you could retire, and then all of a sudden, at the age of 67, 68, whenever that maximum benefit would kick in, right? then you, it's like, okay, well, after a couple of years of, of retirement, I'm getting a raise. But if they keep pushing it back, you know, that makes it harder and harder for people to say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe now is the time for me to, to move along. You should get a place in the villages. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Well, I think I'm all set. You can broadcast from there. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, you oh, can't. Uh, hey, we are going to live longer and longer. They keep saying that, right? Now, they're talking about the average human could live to be 150. Ugh, God. At some point. That's ridiculous.
It's 743 on Rock 102. Coming up and Now Hear This, audio from a horrifying crash. Not a car, not a train, not a plane, not a bus, not a helicopter. Stay tuned to find out what crashed and how next on Rock 102. OMG Inc. is a leading U.S. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 748 and Black Sabbath on Rock 102. Going to have some rain today. Probably going to have some rain tomorrow. Probably going to have rain basically through Saturday. And then Sunday's going to be nice. Highs of about 50 or so today. Everybody, and I mean everybody, me, you, Steve, all of us, uh, we've all got a project that uh, we want to finish. Sometimes it's a uh, dream home improvement. Sometimes it's an absolute necessity because otherwise the house is going to fall down on the ground. Rock 102 wants to help you get there with the uh, with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You could win $2,500 in cash, which you could use towards updating your kitchen with uh, Cal's Building Supply, concrete or masonry work from uh, K&F Construction, Carpentry repairs and maintenance from uh, Home Pro Handyman and the electrical work from Lyle Electric. And if you want to win, it's really, really simple. You just go to rock102.com and you sign up. Pretty easy. One winner will be chosen at random. It's Pick Your Project brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Visit them at daveminerroofing.com and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749. I believe it's time to listen to some things. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. And before we get to that horrifying crash I was talking about, a couple of news items to cover first. One of the big news items was the fact that Elon Musk of Tesla bought part of Twitter and everything that went along with it. Here's Jimmy Kimmel on his show last night. Elon Musk today joined the board of directors at Twitter. He bought a 9% stake in the company, valued at almost $3 billion, and the game is seed on the board, which is quite a flip when you consider the fact that in July of 2020, he tweeted, Twitter sucks. Good point. But he's done a 180 on that, kind of like the mayor of West Springfield on pot that we talked about earlier. Yeah, I think the scale, though, is a little bit different. Yeah. I think Will Reichelt's done a billion-dollar deal in his town, <laughs> as opposed to Elon Musk. 9%, 9.25 or whatever it is, Yes, you know, that makes him the largest individual owner. Of Twitter. Of Twitter. Wow. Everybody else got a much smaller share. Well, thus he gets on the board of directors, as Kimmel was saying there. Even though, at one time, he hated Twitter. It's amazing nobody, that you can get to that point, right? Nobody really likes Twitter. They use Twitter. Mm-hmm. You don't really like it. Uh, Twitter's more of just like, uh, yeah, check this out if you really want to. Yeah, to you me, know? like Twitter is like the biggest afterthought. I like I, I I use it, but I don't uh, I don't I don't really like it. It's actually where a lot of people get their news from, though. How sad is that? Yeah, it is sad. Between Twitter and this show, I don't know what's worse. Wow. I think this show. <laughs> Maybe we can get Elon Musk to buy into a portion of this show and improve I'll the standards. It. I'll take it. Clip number two from Tiger Woods. Still supposed to be playing in the Masters, which starts tomorrow. And this sort of is in two parts. And we've already heard him talk about how he's going to play, and that begins this this clip. But the second half of the clip is the one I'm mostly interested in. Well, as of right now, I feel like I am going to play. As of right now, but it's the recovery. You know how how am I going to get all the you know, swelling out and recover for the next day? He's worried about the swelling and recovering from that on a day to day basis. 
which I can understand being an old guy who has a hard time walking around on bad knees. Bax, I know you've been there as well. Um, well, not just bad knees. I mean, 14 months ago, they were talking about amputating his legs. Right. And he hasn't walked a PGA event in 508 days. Yep. He didn't worry about the swelling when he was running around with on uh, L. Nordgren there. That's, huh? that's was, the truth. Denny's waitresses and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, he didn't have to. A guy like him doesn't have to worry about the swelling. I don't know right? how much he was on his knees at that point. Denny's waitress. That moon's over my hammy special must be delicious. <laughs> hey, there's always yeah. an accidental possibility that there's a Denny's waitress that's quite pretty. Could be. And clip number three, guys, we have the audio from this horrifying crash. I'm going to play it for you and see if you can guess what crashed. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Hang on. Just hang on. Hang on. Everybody hang on. Everybody's okay, by the way, in that crash. So, just in case anybody's worried about well, that. Because that guy kept telling you to hang on. Yes. If you're hanging on, you're probably fine. Well, do you think you know what crashed in that circumstance? A hot air balloon. You got it. Really? Yeah. Am yeah. I right? Yes. I was just guessing off the top of my head. <laughs> I really didn't know. Seriously? I had no idea that's what you were talking about. That's it? Wow. A hot air balloon. It happened, happened in San Diego, and the ensuing chaos- San Diego, which is German for a whale's <laughs> vagina. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you, Anchorman. Appreciate right. that. Um, yeah, is that where that's from? Oh, I had, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I see Go what ahead. you did there again. Uh, I've been in a hot air balloon before. You guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I've never been in a hot air balloon, but I do love the fifth dimension. <laughs> Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? You like to crash in my beautiful balloon. Well, keep it going there. Keep it going. I wish I could be as carefree as the fifth dimension. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know? Now, have you saw like a, a woman like Marilyn McCoo mm-hmm. at a Denny's? Marilyn McCoo, one of the members of the fifth dimension, for those who don't know. Maybe one of the most beautiful women that's ever lived absolutely. on this planet. Yes. My first reaction would be, lady, what are you doing working here? You should be singing with your husband. I like their. Uh, I prefer their version of the wedding bell blues. Well, that's a good oh, one yeah. too. Will yeah. you marry me, Bill? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a that's a classic. Or, a, or uh, the age of Aquarius. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Spaghetti and asparagus. Yeah. That, that's the next lyric, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I think that's it for fifth dimension hits. I you know, all this stone cold picnic. Oh, that's a good yes, one. Yeah. That's right. One of the uh, one of the weddings I did uh, probably about five years ago. They had a hot air balloon. You could get a hot air balloon ride, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was welcome to take one. Really? Yeah. It was it was tethered, which was cool because yep. you know you don't have to worry about the thing you know sure. going off into outer space. Right. And it was only like a finite number of like you have to do it at a certain time of the day because of the sun. Something about the sun and, and when they, when the sun's going down sure. or Man. the sun's coming up is when is the is the two good times to do. 
hot air ballooning. Sundown, another big hit we could play if yeah. we only had that. So I, was, up I was actually thinking of hitching a ride. <laughs> hitching a ride. The there sun you comes go. up. Star goes, a car goes, bow. Hey. Um, look at this, the 60s. We're going back to the 60s here. Yeah, we could do a whole too. show like that oh, with this music. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was very cool. It was uh, one of the, probably one of the cooler weddings that I've been to as far as uh, things being offered. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we didn't do that during our wedding. No. We didn't no. have a hot air balloon. We just had a few people with a lot of hot air. Yeah. It just... I was going to say, you getting married was like a lead balloon just falling to Will the ground. Stop? Come on. Come on now, oh, Another please. one bites the dust. Come there on. he goes. There he goes. <laughs> hey, I'll, buy, I'll be at my son's wedding in New Jersey in about 10 days. Can't wait for that. And uh, I'm hoping maybe I can pay a visit to that Robo Burger place and get one of the burgers out of the vending machines there in New Jersey. Wow, man. I'll tell you what. You, you aim high with mm. all those. Uh... The Robo Burger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you. Don't let go of your dreams. Hey, wh- where's Dad? He's supposed to be here at the wedding. Oh, he's getting a robo burger out of the machine. <laughs> Wasn't he supposed to do a toast? Yeah, yeah. only after yeah. he gets the robo burger. No, toast is what he's getting on that robo burger. <laughs> he's up on that runaway hot air balloon. I don't know how it works. Right. Coming up next hour, lots more 60s music here on Rock 102 and the 102 Second Sports next. Everyone has a problem. following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 a.m. on Rock 102, and we're going to have highs in the low 50s today. Rain continuing for most of this morning and likely for the afternoon. And probably going to have rain most days this week except for Sunday, which looks pretty good. The weather is brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing, Roofing, Siding, Roof Shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEW-ROOF.NET today. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey last night, Red Wings over the Bruins, 5-3. In the AHL, Springfield Thunderbirds are on the road this week. They're back home at the Mass Mutual Center a week from tonight against the Syracuse Crunch. In the NBA overnight, Lakers got eliminated from potential playoff action. They were beaten by the Phoenix Suns, 121-110, to so LeBron will have to come back next year at age 38. Celtics at Chicago tonight against the Bulls at 8 o'clock. You can catch that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Football, New England, of course, recently acquiring wide receiver Devontae Parker from Miami. As a result, according to ESPN's draft expert Todd McShay, he thinks the Pats will go defense with his latest draft projections, including Georgia linebacker N'Kobe Dean. He says that'll be the number 21 overall pick in round one for the Pats followed by Florida cornerback Kair Elam. In baseball, spring training now over. The Red Sox getting ready to take on the Yankees in New York tomorrow as the season opens. And in golf, the Masters Par 3 tournament is set for today. Full competition begins tomorrow. And as for now, Tiger Woods is in. Twitter all abuzz about that. Twitter sucks. That's it for your 102-second sports. As for Tiger at the Masters, Bax has more on that next in his View from the Couch on Rock 102. Hey, Wesley, want to hear a joke? Knock, knock. Zell. Rufus. Rufus. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I may, I would like to interrupt all this damn fun to bring down it all to a screeching halt. Because today, we need to talk about the great game of golf. 
This week it is the Masters in Augusta, Georgia. And as you can imagine, Tiger Woods didn't just do a practice round at Augusta on Monday just to have a great time with his friends. He didn't need to have a great time with his friends. Tiger Woods went to Augusta with the idea of playing in the Masters this week, which of course begins its opening round tomorrow morning. And what is the least surprising headline of the week? Tiger announced yesterday that he's not only playing, uh, planning on playing in the Masters, he also believes that he can win. Now, if you'll indulge me, I would like to explain all the many ways and why this is possibly the stupidest thing I've ever heard. First of all, Tiger hasn't played a sanctioned PGA event in 508 days. He's also 14 months out from nearly having both legs amputated after crossing two lanes of traffic and hitting a tree with his car. This is a guy who's had four back surgeries, four different knee procedures prior to hitting the tree. He hasn't walked the PGA course in well over a year, and oh yeah, he's 46 years old, which means that if by some miracle he does win, he will become the oldest man to win a green jacket since the tournament began 88 years ago. And yet somehow, Tiger is under the impression that he's got a shot. Folks, Tiger Woods is 16 years older than Hideki Matsuyama, who won the Masters last year. He's nine years older than Dustin Johnson, who won the year before that, and 15 years older than Patrick Reed, who won in 2018. And none of those guys, not one of them, nearly lost their legs in a car accident or were subjected to eight different seat procedures to prolong their golf career. Listen, I'm not saying that Tiger Woods doesn't have a chance of playing well this week, but going out there and expecting to win, that would be like me showing up in a bar and expecting to win a wet t-shirt contest. Sure, I could enter, but my chances of taking home a trophy are pretty damn slim and still better than Tiger's chances of winning another green jacket. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, every profession has its rules of thumbs, and for painters, the big rule is never buy cheap paint. It's never a bargain. Professional painters prefer Benjamin Moore paint, but don't go to the big box stores to look for that stuff. Benjamin Moore is only sold to independent real retailers like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. And Billy Idol with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. A little bit wet out there. Probably going to be that way for most of the day today. In fact, for most of the rest of the week, Sunday looks good. We're going to have highs today of about 50 or so. Steve, before you get into what you're going to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, we had a very nice lady call uh, moments ago wanting to hear a, uh, a real classic. And uh, tighter and tighter by Alive and Kicking. Oh! All the way back to 1970. Love it. On Wacky 102. All right, that's enough of that. Oh, anyway. wow. <clears throat> right before the climax. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of the song? <laughs> or, or, right. do you, or do you have a flight on JetBlue today? No comment. Well, there you go. It was Southwest, by the way. Southwest. That's what it is. You know, uh, the weather's getting nicer, obviously. Right. Well, maybe not nice today or the next five days, but... <laughs> It's been getting nicer outside, the warmer weather, and uh, I'm getting into this uh, this whole magnet fishing thing. Really? It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really it's really piquing my interest to try many other places. What a, what a wonderful family activity this will be for you and your kids. Actually, it is a actually it is a nice uh, family activity. Yeah, yeah we I went. Up. I've always felt that a family that pulls junk out of a major waterway is a family that sticks together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, prob- the problem I'm finding is finding a place that you can do this safely without impeding traffic or, or, or anything like that. Because right. 
you know, you you find the most pla- the places that you're most likely to find things are like a like a boat dock, like anywhere uh, where, where there's lots of boats coming in and out, where people sure. could drop stuff overboard, right? Yeah. Or uh, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, what about these old mills and things like that? Well, there's this there's this thing in 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 Russell. Uh, there's a there's a the Strathmore Paper Company, the old Strathmore Paper Company. That oh yeah, the burned down, right? Has since lit on fire fifteen times since it closed, <laughs> um, for some weird reason I don't know why. But uh, so I went I went down there the other day. The only and there's this really like it's this weird uh, bridge. <clears throat> it's like a me- bridge made out of metal. All right, and it's uh, it's a one lane bridge. Because there's people that live on the other side. Over it's like there. A, pe- mm-hmm. a pedestrian bridge. It's a car. It's for a car. Oh, okay. okay. And it's one of these like things that you think that you're going to fall into the water when you're driving over it. Mm. Right. And I'd really like to get on that. Unfortunately, there's surprisingly a heavy amount of traffic there. Mm. There's only like three houses that are back there, but you know, like uh, we tried to do it, and then there was a school bus. You know, and you can't you can't just get off the bridge easily. Like, you wouldn't be able to just walk off the bridge easily if you saw a car coming. Sure. So uh, that was nixed. Well, because, yeah. You could go to the bridge we crossed to get to the photographer's studio, but then that water moves too fast there. I think you don't want fast moving water. No, I don't know about that. I think uh, if there's something buried at the bottom of it, the, mm-hmm. the magnet will, will go and get attracted uh, okay. to it. Uh, I'd like to try that. That's where I want to go. That's a good place. But I have to get permission to do that. You do? Permission from who? It's a privately owned piece of property. It's not uh, a public building. But your magnet's a privately owned magnet. Yes, but that doesn't make it right. Like I don't want to. I'm not looking to trespass on anything. I tried it. So we tried it on a bridge near that Strathmore Park. But there's nothing there because that's yeah. just the tributary that goes into the Westfield River. That's not the actual river. See, I would think like the, the bridges in Westfield over the river. I mean, I realize there's lots of traffic on there yeah. and everything. Like, But but I got to believe that I've been at the bottom of that yeah. between all the construction stuff that probably was dropped into the river <laughs> when they were rebuilding that bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably have like a lot of nuts and bolts and stuff down there. Yeah, but you need a higher, like you need a longer pole or a longer line probably to reach the bottom of the water there. That's yeah, just consideration. I don't know. There's about 100 feet of rope on this okay. thing if you want to throw it off the edge of the bridge. Do you do you have a special magnet fishing license? You don't need one. You don't? No. Okay. No, this is completely, because you're not, you're not getting anything that's living. Hmm. You're getting mostly inanimate objects. Well, living <laughs> things are going to be inside this yeah. stuff. You hope, right? You know what yeah. I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for one of these, uh, the fish police with a bug up their ass going, well, let me get this boy. He probably don't have no fishing license. Mm-hmm. And I'm realize I'm not, I'm not fishing for fish. Yeah, you're, you're fishing for scraps of metal. And railroad spikes. Fantastic. I know. Mm-hmm. Isn't it great? That is great. So, uh, but you've been out a couple of times, right? Yeah, but I haven't caught anything. I haven't uh, snagged on to mm. the big yeah. find, you know. But I, like I said, I need to start going places uh, that uh, that re- that would probably have more items available. Yeah, I would think any waterway near like an industrial site, I would would lo- be ripe for the picking. I'd love to go off the South End Bridge. How awesome would that? That be? would be cool. But you gotta you gotta be willing to walk like three miles to get to that. Uh, that well, portion of the bridge. I'm trying to think, though. Uh, I mean, there is parking at Bondi's Island, right? Yeah. All right. So it's not. That's not three miles. That's. Uh, it's a little bit of a hike. 
But yeah, you're, I, but I mean, you're right there. Listen, you can park right down below by that riverboat restaurant there in in Agawam. Yeah, you can park right down in that area and then walk up to the South End Bridge. Do but think, uh, I don't know. That it's would be kind of nice, though. Are we talk about a relaxing day on the bridge. I don't see the re- the South End Bridge is not a relaxing place to be, though. Like you got cars going by at seventy miles an hour. What about the Memorial Bridge? We that, could do that, that too. That gets a lot less traffic. Yeah, and I bet you there's lots of things that were tossed over the side of that bridge that you could pick up with a magnet. Yeah, I'm sure there were. Well, two thoughts here. First of all, you mentioned being somewhere near boat docks. That's a good thought, but then that's private property almost always, so you're not going to have much luck there. Second thought is you could make a TV show out of this, Steve. I mean, if they had hillbilly oh. hillbilly hand fishing. You could be the Babe Wink- Winkleman yes. of magnet fishing. Oh, yes. Yeah, I could. I think you ought to bring a camera along. I think you you could maybe. Well, I, you know, I have a plan to, to do all this, but it requires uh, cameras and somebody yeah. who knows how to operate this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know where I would think would be a great place to go? Yeah. Off the, uh, the Calvin Coolidge Bridge in Northampton, right down oh. by the marina. Yeah, you know the what one I'm that goes about? over route. Ni- it's route nine. It's route yeah. nine. Now, what I don't know because I can't visualize it entirely in my head is how much pedestrian space there is on that bridge what? for you to do what you need to do. There is a. It, it, it does have a sidewalk on either side, right? So you can walk over that. But let's just say you start hauling one piece of gigantic scrap metal after another. I mean, uh, it, you know, I mean, let's say you start filling up the entire, uh, you know, sidewalk. Yeah. With stuff. I, I, I'm really fascinated by this whole thing. You know what I've caught so far? Just a bunch of sediment. Mm. Like magnetic sediment in the how bottom many, of the river. How many hours in are you with regard to this? Oh, thing? only like maybe three. Okay. Three, right. four. Yeah. It's nothing. Uh, not, no, it's nothing. It's mm. uh, it's just a matter but, of but, testing the waters. If but you will. metal sediment, like the kind you'd see like in a woolly willy thing. It's almost like it's ground up. Maybe there's like, yeah, I'm not a geologist, but uh, maybe there's like ma- magnetized rock or something like that. Maybe right. the, the rocks have metal in them or something mm. like that. See, but if you, if you, th- if you think about it, the, the Coolidge Bridge, yeah, with all the stuff that gets tossed off that bridge all the time, plus you've got all those guys with the boats down below, mm-hmm. and you know they're tossing stuff off the side of the boat uh, every single day because that's what uh, I mean. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Right? I'll buy that. Yeah. 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 Scraps of metal, human remains, you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's all down there at the bottom of the bridge. You'll find stuff there. That's that's like, that would be like the perfect place to find it. I went to that uh, bridge in uh, uh, Turner's Falls up there. The big bridge. Yes. But the yes. magnet uh, gets caught by the suicide net that's below. Oh, so you can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too many sucks. people have jumped off that bridge. They ruined it for the magnet fishermen. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Are there any locks anywhere, by the way, where the water would stop and thus there would be a buildup of all sorts of stuff at the bottom there where the water would be stopped occasionally because of the lock system? Yeah. And- well, that's uh, part of the reason why I want it. The, the other bridge that I want to go to, mm-hmm. and somebody's just suggested the canals in Holyoke, which. Obviously, oh, yeah. would probably have some sort of uh, metal items in there. It's just, do you really want to hang out there for an afternoon? Not, <laughs> no, not really. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a the bridge that goes from Holyoke to South Hadley Falls. That bridge that there, work. where you got the dam, the yep. dam is there. Do you think it would be good before the dam or after the dam? At the bottom of the falls. Yeah, at the bottom yeah. of the dam. That's where yeah. it would be. Uh, I'm trying to think where you could go to get to the top of the dam. 
That's the next bridge up. It would be the next bridge, the one that goes right. from Route 202. It's Route 202, I think. R- yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, but you can see that other bridge from that bridge. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. at the bottom one. What do you do uh, if you've got the magnet, right? Yeah. And you make the mistake of going on a metal bridge. <laughs> what? Well, no. And the magnet gets attracted to the bridge. Yeah, but see, you can peel it off. That's like, that's what I'm like questioning, like how strong this magnet actually is. Like, am I just going to cling on to something and then I'll have to pull it? Because they give you a hook tool with it, too. Mm-hmm. So you can stick the hook down in the water and pull whatever it is that you got coming up there. Okay. But, you know, how how if you snag onto something and if it's too heavy, you're going to lose it. Where did you go to get the equipment, by the way? Oh, Amazon. Really? It was like seventy dollars for mm-hmm. the magnet fishing kit. Hmm. Yeah, the magnets are like the size of a dinner plate, right? Yeah. All right. So I mean, it's not a a real big thing. I mean, I gotta believe it's at least hard, you're strong enough to pick up something that's surrounded by water. And oh dirt. yeah, I'm I mean, sure it's gotta be strong enough. If you had like a like a lock or a or a like a spike or some sort of you know metal thing like that, you'd probably be able to easily fish it up. Yeah. But I'm watching these videos online. These guys are pulling up bicycles and stuff. But I, a part of me, like I, I don't take the, everything f- for truth either. Like how, how many people set these videos up to to find things in order to just let people watch these videos, right? Because I, you know, so far I haven't even seen like a a nail or a screw. Yeah. Well, it's like any fishing show you'd see, like on the uh, like the like the uh, the outdoor network. Sure. You know where you know they're taking you know tens of thousands of hours of footage mm-hmm. for like you know one hour of action a lot of editing a lot mm-hmm. of editing uh the bike trail bridge in northampton that's probably a good one too that would be a real People good one. throwing throwing stuff off yeah uh why don't you try on the green bridges in downtown westfield you mentioned that before that's yeah that's what i was talking about yeah. those, those would be perfect on the sides where the train tracks were that's probably the better side because you get more metal yes you would off there Tell you what, man. If you don't, if you don't find a way to, you know, trophy this stuff and tack it onto your wall, the stuff that you're catching with this magnet, <laughs> yeah, re- you really fill out the room. You know, decorate that your whole house with this stuff. I'm looking at this guy. This guy here online. He's got, uh, he's got all kinds of like screws and 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 old railroad oh, bolts yeah. and things like that. And like any fisherman, the stories you will tell. Yes. Yeah. I once caught a piece of metal well, this big. You should have seen the one that got away. This is <laughs> this is just the this is just the modern day version of the metal detector people. Yes, yeah, kind of, but because but cooler. P- patrol the beaches up and down. Yeah, right. But you know, metal detecting doesn't really pick up like anything really that valuable. It really doesn't. No. It, it's like you know, because most of the most coins are not are, are most coins not even really made out of that much metal anymore uh, anyway. Yeah, I think so. So, mm-hmm. but hey, you want to go magnet fishing? Man, this is it, it sounds so terrific. <laughs> Can't tell you. Yeah, this is some uh, friend of mine said to try the French King Bridge between Gill and Irving. I said I did that, but the the magnet kept getting caught in the sewer. Yeah, yeah that's yep. that's, a, that's yep. a tough part. Yeah. I say the Memorial Bridge is be your next uh, your next shot. I bet you they could find some good finds in there. You probably could. It's not a heavily traveled bridge. I mean, yeah. it gets us traffic, but not that much. And uh, and you, you you drop your line off the side. Maya Dom Dom saw that dingbat Diego fishing out a handle, uh, dirt bike handlebars out of that river. 
probably able to see it right from his office window. Probably, yeah. He's like, you go, Nagel. <laughs> you clean up this town, and I'll take the credit for it. <laughs> One mag to drop at a time. That's right. It's 824 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Second or third favorite Tom Petty tune. How, how are you on that one, Steve? I know you're a Tom Petty critic from time to time. It's all right. I don't, I don't even know if I've ever uh, you know, stacked them up in a top five situation. Yeah. I, I probably yeah. could. Well, I know there's that one that you've told me about that doesn't get lots of airplay. It gets no airplay. Yeah. Uh, all or nothing. And great I got, rec- great song. And I got one of those Love is a Long, Long Road also doesn't get much airplay. But I also like Jamming Me with all the references to like Joe Piscopo and uh, Donald Trump. I, and all say the moment you, you mentioned Joe Piscopo, I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm well, done. that's why I that's like it. it. It's ironic. You know, I'll think about how much I like that song when I hear it six more times today on Rock 102. We have news next on Rock 102. We'll have cloudy skies this morning with light rain. Temperatures in the 40s. Rain will come to an end around lunchtime, but the clouds will stick around today. It'll be breezy and cool. Highs in the upper 40s to near 50. For tonight, cloudy and cool with some patchy fog. Temps near 40. For tomorrow, cloudy skies throughout the day. Perhaps a morning shower. And then as we head into the evening, we're going to have some heavy rain, perhaps even a few thunderstorms. We could pick up an inch of rain tomorrow night. It'll come to an end early Friday morning. Temperatures in the 40s tomorrow night. And then for Friday, we'll have clouds giving way to a little bit of sunshine. It'll be breezy and much milder, low to mid-60s, perhaps an afternoon shower. With your Western Mass News first warning forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. David, it's time to uh, spring on the cold brew top with cold foam at Dunkin'. Well, sure. Why not? Whether you're feeling a little salty with the rich and creamy salted caramel cold foam or a little sweet with the smooth and velvety sweet cold foam. They got the perfect sips to match your springtime mood. So spring it on with salted caramel cold foam or sweet cold foam at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclusions, additional charges, and terms may apply. Price and participation may vary. Munson Savings Bank's Home Equity line of credit can help you tap into the value in your home. You can choose to use your funds to tackle projects or pay expenses and more. Apply online at munsonsavings.bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. TTM Technologies in Stafford and Stafford Springs cares about their employees, and it shows in many ways, including offering the area's highest starting pay for careers in manufacturing, hourly rates starting at $17 an hour, with higher rates based on experience, also $5 per hour second shift premiums and $3 per hour third shift premiums. TTM welcomes all experience levels and offers on-the-job training. Building the future starts at TTM. Find out more about manufacturing career opportunities at TTM by clicking on Join TTM at TTM.com. That's ttm.com. Thinking about tinting your car? Don't be fooled by lower prices. The guys at 413 Pro Tint only use Matico window films, an American company that truly stands behind their products. Kevin and Corey have over 40 years of tinting experience and have tinted thousands of cars and businesses, providing their customers with the highest quality American-made products and warranties in the business. So if you're thinking about tinting your car, business, or anything that's glass, go to the pros at 413 Pro Tint or give them a call at 438-8468. Like them on Facebook today. It's 8.33. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Uh, it's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, guess where Springfield Mayor Dom Sarno is going to be at 1 o'clock today? Springfield. Yes. But specifically? Outside. Yes. All right, well, that's about as, that's as good as I got. He'll be at the grand reopening of Suit Up Springfield. Ooh, suit up Springfield. The organization once operating on Worthington Street has moved to a new location on State Street across from the Mass Mutual Center. They've provided professional attire for thousands of young men in the area. I got my suit from Mo Ginsburg. (laughs) 
This is uh, this is uh, Justin Roberts' place. We've had him yeah. on the uh, the show before. Yes. Yeah. It's actually it's 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 a cool it's a cool organization. Uh, you know, I've donated some uh, old clothes to them in the past. And uh, you know, golf goes to a to a good cause. Yeah, they uh, they they get the folks who uh, you know can't quite afford uh, nice clothes to go on job interviews and things like that, mm-hmm. and then they, they provide them with it. It's a great service. Yeah. So Mayor Sarno, along with other city officials, will be there to celebrate the return of that particular business at one o'clock this afternoon. All right. Meantime, in West Springfield, they've done a one eighty on weed. The mayor there, Will Reichelt, saying, you know. He realized that lots of other communities are generating huge amounts of tax revenue from pot sales. And so now, this time around, when it failed back in 2018, he hopes it will succeed this time in West Springfield. You do a 180 or do a 420? Which one is it? Ah, Ah. I see what you did there. See, I used used the code to apply to that. I see what you did there. I just want to make sure you caught it. You went around in a full circle and then some degrees. Yes. I mean, even though mathematically it doesn't Mm -hmm. quite work out, I don't believe like 180 is divisible from uh, 420. It's pretty close, though. I don't know. Well, if you did 360 and then you added uh, another, what what would that be, 120? Is that right? I'm really not math fluent. uh, No, see, I'm lost now. But anyway, I get your point. In any case, Mayor Reichelt, Last time they tried to vote on this, had only one city councilor vote yes. This time he has three co-sponsors behind him and probably will succeed. Isn't that uh, like Will Reichelt growing up? Like three years ago, he wanted somebody to go with him. Like, like he's trying to ask his parents for an iPod. Come right. on, you want to get an iPod. Everybody else has one. You know, and then they don't give it to him. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, Will, you're old enough. We can let you have your tax revenue from your weed. You know, I saw uh, Ed Sullivan out, and Will Reichelt was nowhere near around him. What? And I, th- I know. I didn't even think that was a, that was a possible uh, thing. But he said, no, he's uh, – <clears throat> there was another babysitter that day. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say – you, you, know, s- you see, Dave, I, uh, Will Reichelt mm-hmm. is a very young man, mm-hmm. and Ed he's Sullivan, not even the, that young anymore. Well, he was <laughs> when he was first elected. He was a very young man, and Ed Sullivan is the former mayor of West Springfield, uh, not just the host of a great uh, television show that brought the Beatles to yeah. America, but uh, he, he, they they're always together. Always, Got it's it. like it's like Ed Sullivan is his minder. Uh, Bax, I played golf with Ed Sullivan. You one did. of my one of my first rounds of golf when nice. I moved to this area about a year and a half ago. No o- kidding. Over at Westover, paired with whoever because that's what I do when I go golfing, mm-hmm. and. We got to talking, and Ed Sullivan had a great round of golf with Ed Sullivan. Was uh, was Will Reichelt caddying for him? I I don't think so. I think I think it was maybe Ed Sullivan's son playing along with us. You know what Ed likes uh, for you to really bring up to him uh, was the time he uh, did that whole uh, chim chimneya thing <laughs> dance for the dancing with the local stars at the Kiwanis Club oh, years ago. The, the Dick Van Dyke thing from yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. had uh, he had the you know he had the charcoal all over his face. And yeah, the, the yeah. broom, uh-huh. and he was doing the dance, yeah. and uh, it was it was quite pleasurable to watch. Why do I get the distinct impression that he's not real proud of that moment? Uh, you know, he's a good sport. I'll give him that. I don't think he was that great. He didn't win the contest. Anytime we've been asked to do a Dancing with the Stars competition, or lo- you know, locally, I say no before it even comes out of your mouth. That's true. Before you say, "Hey, we're doing a dance with us," no. 
I'm not interested. Well, I emceed and DJed it for for like three or four years. Right. And they, let me tell you something. There's lots of talented people out there. I just thought it was, and mostly those were the actual dancers, not the people. <laughs> not the people they, who are dancing. Yeah. And uh, it was like, uh, okay. Uh, I don't even know why you consider some of these people celebrities. Celebrity uh, bartending, celebrity dance-offs, celebrity anything on the local level. Yeah. Is always quite sketchy. Oh, it's the president of Jim's Bank. Come here. I mean, we did a we did a, a like a local celebrity bartending thing. Me and Cohen, mm-hmm. and I think we were the only two people that you could loosely describe as regional celebrities. And even that, I would have to argue with you. But everybody else who was serving that night were just like you know business leaders and stuff like that. that that's not celebrity. You know, celebrity is you bring. Uh, yeah, me, Cohen, and Aaron Lewis out to a bar. Absolutely, I mean, that would be. You'd say you'd have like one real celebrity, and then you know two hacks. That sounds like a start of a joke to me. Bax, Cohen, and Aaron Lewis walked into a bar together. I'll yep. have to rely on Nagel to come up with a good punchline. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you have to workshop that one. Yeah. Uh, listen, we had a call. I think two hours ago from a guy named Trevor who was talking about the traffic backup between Warehouse Point and Enfield. Yes. I think I know why that occurred. I'm looking right now at a story that was published an hour ago about a person in custody after a chase that started in Enfield and ended on Interstate 91, according to state police. There's even a map showing the area of the delay here. And apparently state police saying Enfield police were pursuing a vehicle and a person might have been being held against their will inside the car. Oh, wow. Enfield police put down spikes. The driver got onto 91. One person was taken into custody. No other information available right now. Again, this report from an hour ago. I guess that's probably what what was happening when Trevor called in, right? Those two things might be, you know, connected. Mm -hmm. Just like Ed Sullivan and Will Reichel. That's right. See what I did there? I do. I'm trying. Trying my best. Uh, Speaking of Enfield... Some guy was stealing stuff from the Ulta Beauty there recently. Police investigators are seeking the public's assistance because they haven't caught this guy yet, but they do have footage of him and a nice still frame shot on the website. According to detectives in Hartford County, the suspect wanted after allegedly stealing various items from the Ulta Beauty store. An alert was issued, and they're still looking for information on this guy. Mm. So if if there's a guy with excessive amounts of makeup in his car trying to sell them to you, I guess... You know where that's coming from. You know, we had, um, when I worked at the railroad years ago, we had a trailer full of uh, maxi pads. Hmm. Okay. Disappear. The whole 48 feet of this trailer floated with maxi pads. Wow. Just disappeared. And they had a company-wide thing. Be on the lookout for this uh, trailer with the number on it. Because sometimes, yeah, the numbers would, uh, you could you could swap the numbers around pretty easily when you're checking something off real quick. Yeah. And one could go to a different place than it than it should have. Sure. It happens all the time. This uh, particular thing actually got stolen, though, and they wound up finding the empty trailer in a parking lot in uh, in Newark, New Jersey, like, uh, like three months later. All the maxi pads gone. But you have to imagine, for like months... In Chinatown in New York City, there was somebody walking by going, I got wings, I got no wings, I got pads, I got thick, I got pads. <laughs> you seem to know yeah. your terminology pretty well for well, I grew up with uh, three sisters yeah. and uh, yeah. He's married and you know, sure. and you paid attention, obviously. I did. Yeah. You're a good boy. 
Hey, there's a grandmother in Pennsylvania accused of threatening a Holidaysburg policeman with what she calls white witchery. And she used that threat because she wanted her grandson's felony drug charges dropped or reduced. 74-year-old Celestia Barker accused of calling the Holidaysburg Pennsylvania Police Department to ask an officer to drop the felony charges against her grandson, saying, look, he only had a small amount of marijuana and a pipe. She allegedly then threatened the officer. She told the officer that she practices, quote, witch activities Mm. and that he'd be in jeopardy if he failed to drop the charges. She then went on to give the officer examples of things that could happen to him, such Mm -hmm. as falling downstairs and feeling like somebody pushed him over the edge of a cliff. She also said she wasn't threatening anybody. She was just, quote, making statements. Hmm. She's now facing a felony charge of threatening unlawful harm to a public servant in the judicial process. So uh, it, to have a marijuana pipe and a little bit of weed is uh, enough for a felony? Apparently in Pennsylvania. Or no kidding. I don't, you know, who knew? I mean, you know, the witchcraft. I mean, <laughs> I do everything I can to avoid that. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's simply taboo, Bax, that witchcraft. I see what you did. Yeah, you I see, see what yeah, I did? I yeah, I got you. I got you. I mean, after You're very all, crafty. I here. am uh, very crafty. Yeah, Pennsylvania is named after one of the cheapest and worst beers you can get. It's the Keystone State, for crying out loud. Why? Oh, we... hey, wait whoa, a minute. Before, whoa, 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 wait whoa, a minute whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, did wait. you just crap on Keystone beer? I hope you <laughs> certainly didn't. What, you guys like Keystone? No, I you like my friend I drink it with, Keith Stone. <laughs> Yeah, that adver- <laughs> that advertising campaign lasted about three minutes. Yeah, it worked for me. <laughs> My liver enlarged because of it. <laughs> it's 843. That's news on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850. And bad company with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. We've got a steady rain going through the area right now, and it's going to last till about 2 p.m. according to my app here. Highs of about 50 or so today. Uh, real quick, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on rock102.com. Literally, wherever you look for podcasts, you will find it there. Also, Baxi's Musical Podcast this week, I'm talking to author uh, Rory Sullivan Burke, the author of a book called uh, The Light Pours Out of Me, the authorized biography of uh, guitarist John McGeeock. Actually, a really interesting book, and uh, one of the uh, one of the unsung great guitar heroes of, uh, of the early 80s, played with a band called Magazine, Susie and the Banshees, Public Image Limited, Generation X with Billy Idol, brilliant guitar player who died uh, a, few, a number of years ago after pretty much drinking himself to death. But it's a fascinating story, and you can check that out on rock102.com. You like lamb chops? Not actually, really. Not actually, really. I do. No. No? no. I, I like lamb. I like lamb, but I don't like lamb chops. Uh, lamb chops were stuffed into a car's exhaust pipe during an attack on uh, homes that uh, used raw meat as projectiles. They would shove the lamb chops right into the tailpipe. So when you start the car up, the hopes mm-hmm. that would be that the lamb chop would spit right out. Wouldn't you choose a less expensive cut of meat? Well, this is uh, this is uh, Herefordshire, which I believe is in the United Kingdom. Ah, so they probably have lamb all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, lambs, uh, mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. You know, a kid eat ivy too, wouldn't you? I, I would. I would. 
Police say eggs were also thrown when the two properties were targeted with meaty cuts in Herefordshire that left one car looking more like a butcher's grinder. Now, that sounds like a something dirty, uh, Dave, like the uh, Cleveland Steamer. A butcher's grinder? A butcher's grinder. Yeah, and and the lamb in the tailpipe is a lot better than the old banana in the tailpipe trick that Eddie Murphy wouldn't fall for in Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, that's true, too. Yeah, right. Just saying. Uh, this is a waste of meat. An expensive, you know, like, in, again, in England, they eat a lot more lamb than mm-hmm. we do. Not mm-hmm. a real popular meat here, which right. is one of the reasons why it's so expensive. Yeah. But well, if I were going to do it, I'd, I'd, I'd use a much cheaper cut. Well, I love the shaved lamb in the hero. That's, yeah, that's good. really that, good. That is I'm not a good. lamb chop guy, but the shaved lamb is really good. You know, good. I've always wanted to take one of them big, uh, those big uh, spitting gyro things mm-hmm. and like eat it like a cob of corn. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I like those lamb chop lollipops. You know the oh yeah, it's the ribs of the lamb. Oh, so good! And the little rib stick, delicious, mm, very good. Where do but you I get that? Usually at a high class restaurant. You wouldn't get that at Friendlies with the cheese skirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll have the Friendlies rack of lamb, please. Yes, I'll have the uh, skirt of cheese and a rack of lamb. Yeah, I know. I, I I like that stuff. I do. But again, if you're gonna uh, like protest something mm-hmm. use like a i don't know say like a like a cube steak something that's not gonna break the bank account and what's the end game on that lamb and the tailpipe thing with them shooting out and causing problems what is the what's well, the goal there? They, they haven't caught anybody yet this was more just a prank thing going on prank or, yeah. uh, vandalism yep. i don't know if anybody's connected to somebody that okay. uh, might have had been a target of this but uh mm-hmm. really kind of a waste of meat it is, but I mean, somebody could get seriously hurt, though. I said, if somebody's like behind the car when yeah. the ejection occurs, It'll poke your eye out. Yeah, you know what? We should uh, pitch this to Arnold's with their, uh, you know, innuendo meat song. Uh, hey, uh, you want some lamb chops in your tailpipe? You know, maybe we could do something like that. I want that. lamb chops in my chow pipe. Is what I want. Ooh, that's what how I want. about that? Yeah, See, I they got could no problem use, with that. Yeah. You write the re- rewrite the song over again. <laughs> the lamb chops in the tailpipe sounds dirty as well. Didn't yeah. you ever have a lamb chop in your pipe? Tailpipe? Tailpipe? <laughs> Not that I'm willing to admit on the air. Really? Which makes me sound like which makes it sound like you've got a story to tell that you refuse to tell. It goes in better with a side of mint jelly, I'll tell you that. <laughs> wait, wait. You gotta fit it in there somehow. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. That would burn. Squeeze no, it right in there. Yeah. It's uh, just about eight fifty-five with back Stephen Dave and Rock one oh two.